2: This is a podcast
0: called 25 Whistles Talking football, and they all wear a whistle Yeah, it's
2: stupid, but what did you expect? It's a podcast called 25 Whistles 25 Whistles
1: Heyo, welcome. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. We're going to let Kevin blow the whistle because he was the only one that was able to watch the games for the most part. <laughs> go, ahead, go, All right. Let the show start. We were traveling all weekend. I watched some college games. And then I watched, I guess, probably every NFL game on the little cartoon screen on the ESPN app.
0: Oh, that's tough, man. It is tough. Just watching that little ball go back and forth. sometimes and... they're wrong. Oh, are they? Really? Yeah.
1: It's like fumble, then it's like reviews, then it's just weird stuff, <laughs> so you can't really keep up. Yeah. So, was able to watch all the highlights, but still, we're really leaning on Kevin, because we were in Vegas all weekend. Uh, so, Jay Glazer coming up. Ricky Williams should be on the show on Friday, but let's warm it up first. Do you wear any jewelry at all? If so, what jewelry do you wear? All right, that's the warm-up question. Eddie, going to you first.
0: Very interesting. I don't wear jewelry. The only thing I have is my wedding ring. The original wedding ring I had, I lost playing golf. I put it in my back pocket, played the round, and then when I ended the round, I reached back to get it, and oh. it was gone. Dude, I went all over that golf course looking for that ring, never found it. How long ago was that? Nine years ago. Wow. Nine years ago. So now I wear a rubber uh, wedding ring.
1: That's what I wear. Those are popular
0: right now, right? Right now, yeah, I just yeah. wear it.
1: It's the only red one I can find. Yeah. I have a nice one because once my wife got hers... Well, not too shabby, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I was like, I need to get me one that's awesome. So I bought one. It's got diamonds in it all around the inside of it. And then I don't wear it because it's just
3: metal on your finger. It's weird. I like the rubber. I'd be nervous too, No. I don't I, like to lose it. Well, I mean, I
0: wasn't nervous until I lost it. Then you're just like, oh crap, I lost my wedding ring. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I guess mine's
1: more uncomfortable than nerves. Yes. Um, I'll go, I wear a watch most days now. I've turned myself into a watch guy in the last <laughs> year and a half. Never wore a watch ever in my life. And I just said, I'm going to be a watch guy. That's going to be one thing I do that's mature. And so I wear a watch <laughs> five, six days a week. And then I wear this. And I wish I was cool enough to pull off other stuff, but I'm not. Like necklaces? That'd be just, cool. Yeah. 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 I was wearing a suit this weekend. It was just a white t shirt. And I thought it'd be cool if I had like a necklace. Or a chain? I should say chain. A not chain, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like Tebow. Yeah. It's like you can wear a tiara. No, uh, <laughs> necklace sounds it's kind. A of... chain is a necklace, Bones. Yeah, but necklace sounds kind of like a woman wears a
3: necklace, right? Yeah, I agree. Okay, you gotta guys. say chain, guys. Come on. It yeah. sounds cooler.
0: Can we yes. please move on? Uh, Mike,
1: any jewelry? <laughs> Same as you guys. I wear the rubber wedding ring. That's I, it. I used to wear the real one, and I lost it in a parking lot. Was able to find it,
3: but ever since then, keep with the rubber one.
1: I feel like Kevin's the only one cool enough. I don't know if you wear jewelry or not, but I feel like you're the only cool one here. Like you could wear jewelry if you wanted to.
3: See, I'm like you though. I so I wear the watch. I haven't always probably last four or five years, but uh, I I want a necklace too. I've been thinking about that or a chain. Sorry, a chain. Oh, see, he's a I, necklace I, I, no, though. So you got it. A, you got it in my head. <laughs> you, you corrupted him. Okay, but I've been thinking about getting a chain for a while now. But I just, it's one of those. It's one of the, You just got to do it, I guess.
1: Ryan Hurd got me a chain once, and was like, "This, you should wear this." You still have it somewhere. Start wearing it, bro. I don't want to. I'm good. Are you done? You're over I that? wish I could pull it off, but if I do wear it once in a while, it just looks weird. But I'd only wear it over like a solid colored shirt. Why don't yeah. I just wear it to wear it? See,
0: <laughs> right. you're already I've thinking way about too it. much I about, I've thought this. about it. I've thought did any it. has anybody like did they ever wear earrings? Like, did you ever wear earrings or like ear pierced? Why, why are you asking <laughs> that? I don't know. You know I never have. It's just weird to me when you see someone and you're like, you look at their ear and like, is your ear pierced? Like, yeah, I used to have earrings in high school.
1: I wanted to, my parents would let me. I wanted to get my lip pierced too. Well, Mike, you oh. were in a punk band. Yeah. So that would have made sense. It'd have been on brand. For me, it would have just given them another reason to beat me up.
3: Oh man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you never had an earring?
3: No, never an earring guy.
1: All right, we're warm. Let's go over the tittle tattle. It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the tittle tattle with kickoff. You got five.
3: Go ahead. All right, Bobby, we're going to kick it right I off knew it! with your I Saturday. Knew it! I knew where we were going. Hey, well, I'm sorry. You got to do it first. You got to get out of the way. Which loss was worse for you, the parlay or Arkansas? <laughs> Arkansas, by far. <laughs> Good.
1: A little bit. Not mostly. I don't want you guys to think I'm happy it's over because I would have loved to run the streak forever, but there's pressure off of me now that I can now suggest more games to bet. I then just was like, I'm only doing the parlay because I don't want to miss any of the stupid bets. So I hit one of the two in the parlay, which is a loss. When I hit that first one though, I know I was like Baylor. I thought I thought you'd win. I didn't know you'd whoop. And then I got to Oklahoma. Oh, they were never even.
3: Mm-mm. They Struggle never had a chance.
1: Us. I watched that game. We were, you know, the Arkansas game was on one TV in the hotel room. The Oklahoma game was on the other because of my wife's school. And they never had it. It wasn't even. Where the Arkansas game, Texas A&M is not a good football team. Had we not made a unforced, dumb errors, we would have won that game. I don't, I'm don't. i not that guy usually who blames it on the ref or who says, oh, we had it. But they just aren't that good. And we played right into them. Mm-hmm. That fumble was... Extending it from the four, it'd have been a great play if he'd have made it. Maybe a Heisman shot, but he didn't. It was way early. Yeah. I mean, we were thrashing him, running the ball. That field goal, if they wouldn't have been in, in an NFL stadium, that'd have been good. The goalposts are taller in NFL stadiums.
0: Oh, oh really? I didn't realize that. They were in Jerry's world. Mm-hmm. So, it was a tough loss. Hey, when did you start thinking that? <laughs> after they hit it, or like, were you just like later in the day thinking about that dumb field goal? And I then, saw someone tweet it. Okay, because that's—I mean, that's a good yeah, observation. Yeah, I have seen that. I
1: didn't yeah, know that someone tweeted it. Hey, if that had been in a college stadium, It would have gone right over. Everybody wants to move it out of Jerry's world anyway and put it back in the individual stadiums, Arkansas and Texas A&M, because fan, both of those fan groups are so good and loud. Mm-hmm. And in Jerry's world, it doesn't feel like a college atmosphere. It's right. not what that is. Uh, so I would rather lose every bet the history of my life <laughs> than lose that game. It's, it's a tough one. And then we have Alabama next week, so... Oof. Yeah. I was, right, I was not good. I'm still not good. I woke I get, up sad. Yeah. I didn't have my lanyard on. My necklace. Didn't have it on. It's Forgot right, it. Man. Can't find it, actually. We may never win another game the rest of... This is not good. Yeah. All right, next question.
3: All right, which NFL team had the biggest win over the weekend? The Packers, Dolphins, Jaguars, or the Colts? Ooh.
1: Let me mention them individually. Good win. The first with the Packers. Good win for the Packers because those are two teams that should be good. And... The Packers have struggled a bit. They had a—I only watched part of it. Again, I was getting home and trying to stream on a Southwest flight, which that internet goes like real good. Thirty seconds out for forty-five minutes. Yes. <laughs> that was yep. me too. Yeah. So, I'll, maybe Aaron Rodgers has a, a receiver now, in the rookie that they have, the the Doubs. I was only watching it and I've drafted him but I don't want to say his name because I've never actually heard someone say it back I just know who he is. We'll call him Daubs. Yeah,
0: I think, it's, I think they pronounce it Daubs. Yeah. Okay, close yeah. enough. Yeah. I've
1: never heard anyone say it. You didn't I've watch only, the game. I've only I get read it. everything about him. Well, I've dra- I drafted him in my fantasy league yeah. because I had read at how he was doing in camp but if you don't hear someone say a word, you actually never know how to say it. Mm-hmm. So, I like that win for them. It's a good win for the pack mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't the biggest. They, they're, they, they're supposed to win. hmm the second one was? Dolphins. Big, huge for the Dolphins. Huge, right? huge win. Huge yep. win for the Dolphins. We'll come back to that one. The third one? Jaguars. Really good for the Jaguars. Listen, Herbert was hurt. He wanted to finish the game. He stayed in and finish the game. It's, good. it's really good for the Jaguars because, like I've said, they're on, they're on a trajectory. Mm-hmm. They may not. Nah, they may win the division. I don't know. That's going to be it. But, but they're not in the basement anymore. Trevor Lawrence. Solid. And so I like it for the Jaguars. Still not the best win, although it was a really good win for them. Next one? Colts. or the Chiefs. Yeah, it's, it's so okay. Here's the thing. Miami, great win over the Chiefs. Battle of the Undefeateds, although the, no one really thought over that. Over the Bills. Bills. Sorry, over the Bills. No one really thought that Miami was going to win that game. Um, I, although I did bet them. Plus three or four. And, yeah, they, yeah. and they once they covered. It was yeah. easy. I bet every game I thought I shouldn't. <laughs> I took Miami. I took the Colts. I took the Texans. That's that, good. That That's good pushed. strategy in the NFL. Well, I just know I suck about NFL games.
3: The Texans keep covering, not to get off subject here, but. Yeah, yeah they keep covering. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm going to go with, the, it was the biggest game for the Colts. Ooh, I'm really? going to whistle on that. Yeah, because they hadn't won a game. And they beat the n- number one team, well, one of the top one of the top two teams in the AFC. So I think it was a huge win for them. And I think it lets them actually think they can continue this season and actually have a shot at making the playoffs in the division where everybody's kind of struggling to win games. So a uh, huge game for Miami, of course, too. But Miami could have won and been fine. That had just been two and two and one. That's a great place to be. Mm-hmm. Two and one for anybody. There's only one 0-3 team, which is the Raiders, which is crazy. Yeah. Because they're supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. I'm still rooting for them to be good. But I think the easy answer, and regardless of what Eddie says, it's the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> 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 because they were down and out. They lost this. It's bad. It's bad news all season. But they won against a really, really great team. Go ahead, Eddie.
0: I'm calling Miami on this one because, I mean, going in, the, the Colts, uh, the 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 Bills are are so good, so good on both sides of the field. Offense, J- uh, Josh Allen's amazing. The the Bills' defense is really good, and Tua again is like they're just playing out of their mind. And the fact that They beat the Bills, which I crowned the Bills last week as like they're the best team in football. Now, I don't think you can say that about the Bills because Miami just beat them. Sure, you can. I I don't know. I mean, I think the. There are two
1: teams that are undefeated the Eagles and the Dolphins. And I don't think the Dolphins are the best team in football.
0: No. I'm not I'm not going to switch them and say the Dolphins are the best team, but now you saw that the Bills are human. They could be beat. And so I like that. I think that was huge for Miami. Dude, I didn't realize how much heat could affect a team from the north.
1: That's why I said it was a big <laughs> it's a hard place to play. Yeah. yeah. For a, for a team like Buffalo. Like yeah.
0: all those Bills players were just like, "Oh man, I'm dying of heat exhaustion." Here. Of
1: anyone, really. Yeah. That's Patriots not used to that. Or every year they do the same thing. Like a September game yeah. from a cold-weather team is brutal on them like a winter game is for a warm-weather team. It,
0: even,
3: even the Packers in, in uh, Tampa were dying.
0: Say, it. Florida just killed all the all the visiting teams.
3: I agree. It was a huge win for them, but I think the Colts, it was, it was the biggest win.
0: Yeah. They needed it for sure.
1: Not only did they need a win, but they also beat, again, arguably the top one or two teams in the NFL or the AFC. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, Kevin? Who, who do you think had the biggest win?
3: I was— with Eddie on the Dolphins for a while there, just because it's in Division Two, and I think it gives them the confidence that they need. But until they go up there and do that in Buffalo, it's kind of like, eh, does it really matter? Does it really count?
1: I, yeah, it, it does matters. Matter. Does it? But I just think Miami could have lost and been fine. The Colts, they, yeah, I don't know that they could have been.
3: Yeah, and I will say this about Miami, too. I mean, Tua didn't play that. He had, I think, 180 or 190 sure. passing yards, which isn't great. Josh Allen had 400 yards, and they still managed to win the game. So I think... That's huge for them, but going back to your point, Bobby, I think the Colts were so much more desperate for a win and needed a win, especially a game like that. So I'll go with the Colts as well.
1: And there's a football up that guy's rectum still from the punt. still They're the, trying to put, get it out today. That punt, that, what was crazy to me was the guy didn't back into the punter. He was there in that same spot. Yeah. The punter just punted it right in his butthole. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was a crazy, because I saw, and then I saw people tweeting about it, the butt punt. And then I thought probably the guy got like blocked into it. They're in the end zone. So it's shorter. More difficult to pump because you don't have the space. Right. But it's like he caught it and just said, butthole. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like he aimed for the butthole. It was right in
1: it. It was crazy. Uh, It was great, great games, great games. All right, give me another one.
3: All right, uh, sticking with the Dolphins game there, Tua got knocked around pretty good there and showed that he was uh, showing some concussion signs, but they brought him back in. He was stumbling. (laughs) I mean, he couldn't walk. He couldn't do anything. Do you think um, he should have been pulled from the game?
1: I don't know what happened in concussion protocol. They're saying that it wasn't a head injury. It was a back, That It was a back, yeah. Yeah. And listen, I guess if your back hurts, you're like, (laughs) I don't know, it looked like he'd gone. (laughs) boom, boom, like little Tweety Bird circling around his head. <laughs> yeah. And also dirty play. Like yeah. I mean, they threw the flag on it. Yeah. The play was over and then he just shoved Tua and Tua falls back on his head.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, I, I'm assuming they did the right thing because I don't think they want to further risk not only injury, but even the life of what they feel like could be their franchise quarterback. So I think probably because the NFLPA is investigating it, we don't know the ruling of the investigation. They, I'm, I'm going to just go, they did the right thing. Also, if Tua's got a concussion, he's not going to play well at all.
0: Mm-hmm. He, so why would you want him in so there? why, would, yeah. Especially as a quarterback. And I wonder who's in charge of that. Is, are the Dolphins in charge of mm-hmm. making that call, or is there they're a NFL neutral independent. NFL? Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, independent. So we'll see what happens in the investigation they're doing. The NFLPA announced it quickly. They're like, we're investigating. Yeah. And they may have announced it, though, as a reaction to people getting upset so they could even go... There's no concussion here. Yeah. So there are a couple reasons Trying they could have jumped cover
3: a little bit. No.
1: Yeah, and not cover up.
3: No, not cover up, but, but like, actually make sure that they like tell people, hey, we're on top of it. Don't worry. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, I, I gotta trust they put him in, and he was okay. Yeah. All right. Next up, yeah.
3: after another big game and a three and zero start, Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Is he a early MVP candidate?
1: I think he is now. <laughs> I think he already was after two. He's been extremely dynamic. You need to be dynamic for 14 weeks probably to be a, an MVP and to win a bunch of games. And they're winning games, and he's three in. So, yes, you're going to have a lot of the same folks, Mahomes. Lamar Jackson's my pick from the beginning. Dude, he looks he, good. He,
3: he looked good again. Oh, killed me yesterday. He went off yesterday. Yeah,
1: He's running him in. He was t- he's awesome. Lamar Jackson's awesome. Hurts is awesome. The cool thing about Hurts is they wanted to get him off the team. They, they, they were like, who's our quarterback? Who's our quarterback? <laughs> is it Jalen Hurts? Yeah, sure he is. I think it's too early, though, to go. I mean, the favorite's still probably Josh Allen because Buffalo's probably going to win more games than anybody else. And mm-hmm. if he just plays on par with all the rest. But I'm a big, big fan of putting it out there saying, I'm going to do it and make your money. And that's why I picked Lamar Jackson at the beginning. So as long as he didn't get hurt, I like Lamar Jackson, but I think Josh Allen or Mahomes probably wins it again, mm-hmm. all things being equal.
3: Uh, anything else? One more. Which upset was more surprising, Kansas State over Oklahoma, Texas Tech over Texas, or Middle Tennessee over Miami? Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, let me roll through <laughs> them real quick.
1: The first one, Kansas State and Oklahoma, that's surprising, but Kansas State has their number for some reason. Yeah. I think even last year we were, we were watching the game. We were driving back in the first quarter, me and my wife's dad, and they were like, oh, and in shocking news, and he goes, oh, no, don't be Oklahoma. They're like, Oklahoma's losing to Kansas State. and He's like, mm. Dang. And so they ended up losing that game. I believe it was last year. And they never really were in it. They got within a touchdown, and I was like, come on, baby. And they did, and they cost me my 15 games.
3: Mm-hmm. Dang, dude. Uh,
1: I'm 15-1 now. And a Terrible record. Sooners. Uh, the second one was?
3: Uh, Texas Tech over Texas.
1: Okay. Surprising-ish. But what do you, what do you expect Texas to do? <laughs> <laughs> Texas did what Texas, Texas does. Texas, Texas yes. Texas. And I just put out a clip going, Texas, it's you. Yeah, yeah man. So surprising. And then finally, it has to be MTSU. Yeah. Amazing. Because of all those schools mentioned, the one that doesn't belong of the six is Middle, middle. Tennessee State. That's <laughs> it. Middle. Yeah. So especially after Miami the week before was ranked 13, mm-hmm. played Texas a crazy. And I believe their quarterback, I don't have stats. I didn't even know you were going to talk about this. Their quarterback had like seven completions for like 300 yards or something because he was throwing 90-yard bombs, like a couple big bomb plays that really made it up. So that was the surprising one. Uh, All right, that's the Tittle Tattle. Let's Tittle Tattle it up. Close it up. The stupidest name ever is the Tittle Tattle with Kickoff. I see on the agenda there is no coach interview. Nobody booked their coach. So let's check in with everybody and see if anyone's got any sort of update on booking their coach or if you want to move off or whatever you need, let's go to Mike D, who is our executive producer, who is great at getting interviews. Yeah, Mike, what's the latest? Who, who do you have and how'd it go? I have Coach Wilcox from Cal. Last time I told you I'd heard nothing. And then after the show on Friday, I got an email back. And I'm waiting on a yes or no. Who emailed you back? The communications director emailed me back. That's cool. We got a possible yes there. Yeah. I don't know why they would say no. No. Yeah. Are they having a... Are you following to see if they're having a bad couple weeks? I'm, I'm not. looking at him. Huh you, huh? Yeah, I'm following him. So what I I don't ever want to talk to a coach after a loss or try to get an interview after a loss. Yeah, because right. Because I know they don't want to talk about that. And so I don't know how what Cal's record is, honestly. I've been following Cal.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know maybe <laughs> So it may be
1: tough if they're not. Kevin, what do you have over there?
3: For the update, I have Jimbo Fisher from A and M and last time we talked, I had I don't cryptids. want to talk to him. And I canceled that one myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he probably right. wants to talk see, right it would now. we a great week <laughs> this week. So I had crickets last time we talked, and I've gotten more crickets since we've talked. Nothing. So I need to, this week, I'm going to either follow up with, and maybe even uh, give him a phone call and just say, hey, Arkansas, or, I mean, Bobby's a big Arkansas fan. You guys just won, and we can come on talk and to talk to about you. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. we'll see.
0: Eddie? I have Billy Napier of Florida. And so here's the deal. So when I told you guys... I sent an email out, I got a response right away, said the, the it was one of the communications people and said, oh, they're big fans of Bobby Bones, they love the show, and absolutely, let me get you in touch with someone closer to coach. Well, the assistant to the coach finally emailed me. The
1: assistant coach or the coach's no, assistant? No, 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 the coach's this assistant. is like a Dwight situation at <laughs> <in> the office. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I got a second email, and he said, oh, cool, man, I love it, this would be great. Uh, when do you want to do this? Is this something you want to do this season? And I thought that was really interesting. Why wouldn't I want to talk to him this season or yeah, like not now? <laughs> Zoom. So I said, no, 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 absolutely. This it's next couple days, like would be cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like I don't want to wait till it next like year.
1: 15 minutes, let's go into
0: it. Yeah. So that's where we're at. I, I replied with no ASAP would be great. And now you talk about like, you know, how the their their last games affects their their availability. Now they with a the big loss from Tennessee. I don't know where we're gonna get them, dude. Mm. I haven't heard anything back.
1: That's okay. If uh, you guys want to punt by Friday, let me know.
0: It's not okay. I want $500. Yeah,
1: but you can punt. What's the rule, Mike? You lose a point if you punt. Sorry, okay. Yeah, you lose a point. I'm
0: already close, guys. I, I'm so close to getting this. I think I can get it.
1: You can follow up with the follow-up mm. and be like, "Yo, hey, just checking in. All we're asking for is like a 15-minute Zoom just to talk about Florida and I don't know, whatever you want to say.
0: Tell yeah, I don't know. They say let Bobby's
1: me. a huge fan of Coach from back when he was in Louisiana.
0: We're not even going to mention the last game. I'll tell him. not even going to mention that. Okay, deal. <laughs> okay, you good. You can say that. All
1: right, you love can it. You say whatever you love want. Uh, I did run into a guy, a guy I know him well. He actually facilitated this deal with DraftKings. His name's Kevin Legrette, and I saw him in Las Vegas. And he goes, hey, man, let me give you some feedback on the show. And I'm like, I, I literally was eating shrimp. I don't
0: I, <laughs> Don't want the feedback. Yeah, like, right, right now. <laughs> right now? <laughs>
1: He's like, yeah, yeah, let me give you some feedback. I'm like, okay, wait, Um, Okay. And music's blaring. It's a boom, 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 boom. And he goes, kick off Kevin. Great. Love it. He goes, I don't know where you found that guy. Good job. So you gotta Love it. Thank yeah. you. He's
3: got a great name, by the way.
1: He then said, Oh, great. Loved all the interviews. He was like, I don't like wrestling, so I do not care about the Diamond Dallas page one. And I was like, Well, you didn't have to listen. That's a good thing about podcasts. You can skip right <laughs> by it if you didn't like wrestling. If I didn't like wrestling, I wouldn't either, maybe. Although I got a couple messages from people who don't like wrestling who thought the interview itself was pretty interesting because his story is interesting. Oh yeah, it is. But it was mostly for wrestling fans. there are probably a lot of wrestling fans who listen to this. And then he said, too many people have whistles. I said, said, we don't have 25 whistles, so
0: Hmm.
1: we don't. If we had 26 people with whistles, then that'd be one too many.
0: And (laughs) we rarely blow it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd understand it. We're blowing it all day, but we're not blowing the whistle all day. You
1: know what? I'm going to blow it on him. (laughs) (laughs) You're wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Take that. Uh, But it's going well. Like, everybody's super pumped. The show's growing like crazy, which is, again, surprising to me. I thought it would do pretty good. I didn't know it was gonna grow like it has. It's been massive. Uh, we have two feeds that it's on. If you listen to it on the Bobby Bone Show feed, that's super cool. And because we're only doing up until the Super Bowl, the twenty five episodes, DraftKings actually paid to make sure that it was put in there as well so it would get listened to before we were done. Because the podcast, it takes even if it's a great podcast, it takes a while to build, especially if you got a new feed. Mm-hmm. So it's been doing great there. And then lots of people are subscribing. Coming it's just like I kind of can't believe how successful it's been. So we really appreciate that. Um, And there's our updates on the coaches. Uh, Adam is not here, but I don't see any booking of his coach, right? Mm -mm. All right. Oh, well. It may be one to win 500 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one. Okay, so there's that. You know, I mentioned earlier that my parlay didn't work out very well this week. I went one for two. That's just an L. That's not one win and one loss. That's an L. That's one loss. Uh, 25 whistles brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get into the action right now. And hop in. Hop into the parlays. Uh, that's what we did. Baylor plus 2.5. They, they covered. They won. Uh, OU minus 12 and a half. Obviously didn't, and they lost. They lost the game. Mm. They were a 12 and a half point favorite and they lost the game. Yeah. So I did not win. I am now 15 1 on the season. But we'll get them again. I'm probably leaning toward betting everything on Ole Miss. and not, Kentucky is not a good team. They're ranked 7. They've beat nobody. They beat Florida after Florida beat Utah. But Florida has lost twice now. Yeah. Florida's not a good team. Kentucky's the biggest fraud number 7 team <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> when
3: do they get into the meter of their schedule? Now Did they play Ole Miss that? this week. That's right.
1: And they came, I believe they, they, they entered the chat at a 4-point dog. Like it was Kentucky plus four. Now I think it's like Kentucky plus seven. Really? Mm-hmm. So if it gets any higher, I might not hop on that. But I I just don't think Kentucky beats Ole Miss. I think Kentucky's a fraud of a football team. I think they're probably <laughs> around 20, 22 or. I'm the you same person. You got something against those Wildcats no, over here. <laughs> I'm the same person that told you Kentucky was going to beat Florida. Yeah. I sat here and said, they're going to win. There's no doubt about it. But Kentucky's a fraud as a number seven, only in, they haven't beat anybody. There's no reason Kentucky, to be ranked seven, they haven't beat anybody. So they're gonna they're gonna get whooped. Go ahead.
3: Well, I was gonna say, what about Clemson?
1: Yeah, Clemson beat uh, Wake Forest. Wake
3: Forest, but it, they should yeah. have lost. Oh, that they game. should have lost that game, though. Dude. They should
1: have, but they didn't. And they have North Carolina State this week. They, okay, which is a top. I think they are ten, yeah. maybe. Yeah, this they're, week, they're, yeah, like they're good.
0: Is Wake Forest good? Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, except for they only uh, beat Liberty by one point the week before. Yeah. But Liberty's also. Pretty good. Yes. Hugh Freeze also Hugh Freeze. has that team ready to yeah. go.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, so listeners that don't have a DraftKings Sportsbook app account, download it now. DraftKings Sportsbook, it's awesome. Get in, sign up, get in on the action with the 25 Whistles Parlay on DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want to take the 25 Whistles Parlay, you can check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code BOBBYSports when you download the app. 21 and up, most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem 100 Gambler in Tennessee call or text the Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789 in New York call 877-8 hope and y or text hope and y 467-369. Uh, a couple things before we get to the games. The Pro Bowl is now going to be flag football and skills challenge which is awesome. I love it. Yeah, because I'll actually go over and maybe watch that. Maybe. I think it'll be interesting. I will not watch the Pro Bowl cuz I do not care.
0: No. Does anyone care about the Pro Bowl? No, that's no. why
1: they're changing it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean it's it's always been on in my house, but it's always been while we're just doing other things. Like I, I don't, don't even put it on. Yeah. It's so lame. They don't even try. They don't try. And I get it. Why and, would you?
1: And also don't get it's a dumb you don't get don't get hurt. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. In
0: a Pro Bowl game.
1: So I like I like the flag football, athletes, run, yeah. you know, and then I like the skills challenge. Yeah. Because I would watch some of the skills stuff before the Pro Bowl. They would do some of that. Those were fun to see. Yeah, yeah. those are fun. Like, like how
3: far you could throw and or... the
1: dummy going across and Brady's like pegging it. <laughs> yeah. And, so yeah. that's one. And then two, Brett Favre's just a bad dude. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, he's dude. He's a bad dude.
1: I keep waiting for more of it to come out before I, like, jump on it. But the fact he wanted to take the welfare funds from Mississippi to build his alma mater, his daughter's college volleyball team, and
0: he's a bad dude. And take the credit for it. Like, and, it's just bizarre.
1: And that- know that it's probably illegal. No, he probably knew it's illegal. But there are, the, in the comp, he, they was brought, it, everything's there. He's just a bad dude. He made so much money.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's and that's my question. So, so he's got the money, right? Like, so if he wanted to do this legally and be really the person he wanted to look like, you know, a good giving person, like he could have done this all on his own, right?
1: I don't know what his bank account says.
3: I mean, I he did I, a I lot of mean, Wrangler I, commercials.
1: I would assume. Yeah. It just seems like a bad dude. Yeah, he's yeah. Can anybody defend he, Brett Favre? Uh,
3: no. no, he hasn't. I haven't heard it. He hasn't spoken on it or anything, right? Nothing I've seen? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. If I wouldn't devour
0: him. Yeah. I wouldn't say anything.
3: <laughs> uh, his attorney. He probably are, won't. He, doesn't even, he probably doesn't care. He's in the sticks somewhere in the woods just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, he cares. I mean, he's
1: taking money from... Again, this should go to people who are on welfare. The most vulnerable of person. He's taking money from that and wanting the credit and just trying to make the facility better.
0: And the politician involved in this. Bad news. Because uh, so, so, the
1: text said, hey, can we do that? Did you see the text? Yeah. He's yeah. like, hey, we... Able- Yes, what's your question?
0: Yeah, like so is he in trouble too? I mean, are yeah. they both jointly in trouble here? Yes.
1: But it's all about Brett Favre out in the news cycle because Brett Favre is a name we care about. Mm, but, yeah. I, but yes, right? I mean, he's in trouble too, I assume. Yeah. But today you can do something illegal in politics and nobody cares. Move on to the next thing. I know. It just depends. <laughs> it just depends which party runs the state, if yeah. they kind of investigate if you did something good or bad.
0: That's crazy, man. It's crazy.
1: Uh, all right, let's go to the games here. All right, here hit, 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 hit. And, and some of these, I'm just going to have nothing because I just watched them on the little screen. I've seen a bunch of highlights, but even then, let's start Ravens, 37, Patriots, 26. Kick off, Kevin, what'd you see?
3: Uh, <laughs> sadness. Yeah, I saw sadness. Uh, a lot of turnovers for the Patriots in the second half, especially the fourth quarter. A couple big ones. When we were coming back, you know, Mac threw a pick in the end zone, and then um, Nelson Aguilar fumbled. So we had our opportunities, the Patriots did, but and then I forgot. Hey, we got to do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, where's the uh? Oh, where's the homer? Yeah, bias alert. <laughs> bias, bias alert. <laughs> <laughs> we. Anytime
1: you say we, when you don't mention, yeah, go ahead.
3: But I will say, I mean, Lamar was the best player on the field. There's, Are you
1: nervous because Mac Jones went off the field? They say high ankle sprain now, but he he limped off the
3: field. Yeah, he he looked like he was in a lot it of pain. It looked bad. Yeah, so a bad day or bad ending to that game got even worse with the last play of the game. Bears beat the
1: Texans 23-20. The crazy thing is the Bears are 2-1. Yeah. That's they are.
0: Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Damn, did anyone watch that game?
1: Um, I watched <laughs> it on the screen because I bet on it.
0: Yeah, that would be the only reason well, I watch watched
1: it. it. So it's crazy the Bears are two and one and away they go. I mean, it's not like the Texans were supposed The Texans were an underdog in the game and they played at the level they were expected. But yeah, the Bears are two and one. <laughs> Titans 24, Raiders 22. Dang. They had a chance at the end of the game to score the two-point conversion and tie it. Mm-hmm. And it looked like, I just saw a clip on the end of it. It looked like it was thrown to them, but what happened? To
3: Waller, I think it was a little bit high. Was it? Yeah, he dropped a couple, though, Waller did.
1: Yeah, I just saw the clip, and it was from the, a crowd cell phone, so uh, oh, it didn't look good. as good to me. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I was on a plane, friends. The Raiders are 0-3. Yeah. They're better than 0-3, I think, but now I'm starting to question myself. Yeah, I don't know. And how about the Titans getting a win there? That's a big win for them. They yeah. needed it.
3: Yeah. Heck yeah, they needed it. And they were up it. big and they almost blew it. So they glad did. they held on to it. Yeah.
1: They did. it felt almost Giants esque. Yes. As it got closer and I was watching on that little cartoon screen. <laughs> I was like, oh no, it's <laughs> gonna be like the Giants again. <laughs>
3: Colts twenty, Chiefs seventeen. Kevin. Uh it just seemed like the Chiefs. I don't know. When when the opportunity came, obviously the kicking, the kicking was with their backup kicker and then they faked that one kick and that didn't work out very well.
1: I didn't see that.
3: Okay, yeah, so they faked a uh, field goal in the fourth quarter. They did. Yeah. Totally faked it cuz they have their backup kicker in there and they ran out and tried to throw it and it was just an awful throw. Awful. Everything was bad about it.
1: I saw Mahomes and he was arguing with uh, the OC. The uh, yeah. Yeah. What? What was that?
3: That was at the end of the half. Uh, Mahomes wanted to run some plays. I think they had like maybe 30 seconds left at the end of the half, and the enemy just kind of ran the ball instead of going to halftime and figure it out in the second half, and he wasn't happy about that.
1: Uh, if you're Mahomes, you could probably just change the play. And,
3: I know, right at, on the,
1: the line. line, right? And yeah,
0: just, I think he was just being respectful and saying like, "Hey, like we we should score if we have the opportunity." Coach is like, "Just that's what it is." And then whether they're walking to the to the locker room. Then uh, head coach um, Andy Reid Andy Reed is just like, hey, dude, just calm down. Yeah, and they asked Andy Reid after the is.
1: game, and he was like, "It, it is. They, yeah. they were just talking. There was no fight
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah,
1: Although yeah. it looked a little – it wasn't the Jets heated yeah. on the sideline. Of the, you know, oh, the Jets yeah. and the the line coach. Yeah, they look like
3: they are about to fight. That's yeah, crazy, that was, man. That was a
1: crazy one. Uh, but the Colts win. They needed it, yep. and that's a division. They can still, they can still win that thing. Mm-hmm. I think if they lost, it would have been tough. Mm-hmm. But the Colts with a big win over the Chiefs. <laughs> Dolphins beat the Bills we talked about that twenty-one nineteen. what was the most glaring reason for victory and defeat Kevin
3: victory for the Dolphins was holding in the red zone Bills had their chances and they ended up holding in the red zone and then for a defeat kind of the same thing I mean Josh Allen I don't know if you saw the play where he could have scored at the end there and he just short Short armed a throw to a guy I don't know who it was in the corner of the end zone wide open threw it right into the dirt. There were a few of those that he had. Really? Yeah. Not, Not sure where it? it came from. Yeah, I oh, watched.
1: Yeah, you flew back home. Oh, dude,
0: me? I landed at eleven fifty five. Enough time to make all my bets and watch the games. How lucky for you! All right, <laughs> next
1: game. Vikings and Lions. Vikings went hey, 24 It did look like uh, Vikings had good quarterback play. Maybe because it was noon. Yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, that could be. It. <laughs> you know,
1: maybe that's why uh, I was really rooting for the Lions. Honestly, um, what what happened that game?
3: I thought they were going to win. They were up 10 in the second half, and then out of nowhere, the Vikings came surging. Kirk Cousins, non-prime time Kirk Cousins. Noon Kurt. Yeah, yeah. Noon Kurt. <laughs> exactly.
1: uh, yeah, I was really rooting for the Lions there. Eagles whooped up on the Commanders. I did see some of this game, and I saw that Carson Wentz just was, could not complete a pass. Yeah. It was difficult all the way He got sacked nine times. Yeah, and then he, even he said, that's not the Lions' fault, because yeah. you don't get sacked nine times to blame the line.
3: Yeah. He was really? holding the ball too long. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, is not is not a good commander. They got day. to him pretty quick. The Panthers win. 22-14. Yeah, your
0: boy Baker.
3: I
1: need the Panthers win some games, baby. Do you see any difference in the Panthers? Do they do anything different?
3: I didn't see a lot of this game. I just saw little bits and highlights while I was out watching the game. So I don't know exactly what was different, but uh that's I just right, saw we're in-depth sports here. Yeah.
1: None of us <laughs> saw this game. <laughs> yeah, that's, we suck. Uh, all right, next game. <laughs> Jaguars 38, Chargers 10. Good for the Jags. Uh, Chargers are dealing with it right now. Obviously, they were just going to throw short passes and run the ball anyway for the most part. Uh, Herbert was obviously hurt. Do you think he takes a couple games off now after not being able to perform? Yeah, if you're
3: going to do it, you got to do it now and make that decision.
1: Uh, Jags, though, pretty solid. Could win the division. Good for them. Literally. They all could win the division. Sure. Right? Let's talk about this for a second. Jags? Yes. Yep. Colts?
0: Yep. Now. Titans? Yeah. mm -hmm. Now.
1: Sure. Texans.
0: Mm.
1: That's why I didn't jump and say that. I mean, like, I realized, (laughs) like, three in, I probably was wrong that they all could. But mm. it's going to be tough for the Texans. Yeah. I I like the way that they compete, though. I agree. That's the only reason I'm not saying no. It's like the Lions of last year. They are gritty. Yeah. They are gritty. Yeah. Uh, But you can't lose to the Bears. You have to win those type games. All right, next game. Rams and Cardinals. Uh, I mean, what? What about Kyler? I, it's I, not good, man. What, what good. he's doing is not good. It's and not. I saw so
0: many bad decisions, you know, where he was trying to just get rid of the ball real quick. Well, and he's lucky. He probably did that about six mm-hmm. times. And he's lucky none of those got picked. Yeah, and, got and just things like that make me think, like, Ty- Kyler, I don't know what you're thinking. Well,
1: also, I bet that i going to make the playoffs because Eddie said it was a sign from God. So yeah. You know what? Yeah. Hey, God was sending
0: me a different that sign. I, re- I misread I that.
1: Uh, Falcons beat the Seahawks. Hey, good for the Falcons. Yeah.
0: You hey, know? I like that little team. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, like really, with Mariota, <laughs> Pitts, uh, Kyle Pitts, and this uh, London, whatever, Drake London. Uh-huh. Dude, I like what they're doing. I'm kind of a little fan of what the Falcons are doing over there. He
1: likes the little team, and he's a little fan. Yeah. A little I fan of the Falcons. Right. Packers beat the Bucs. We talked about that. That's I like, Those teams, both those teams are going to be fine. Mm. Packers should need to find receivers. Bucks just need to get everybody out of the hospital. Yes. Bucks yeah. Big time. I mean, they are struggling. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Was this even a game, Broncos and 49ers. I wa- I fell asleep uh, last night. It's I a terrible game. Uh,
3: I w- I watched second half on the plane and it was. You watched
1: the second half. I watched the first one. It was terrible. game.
0: <laughs>
3: it was awful.
0: What's up with Russell? What's going on over there? Unlimited. What's happening with Un-
1: him? Unlimited. Have you seen his the, the Instagram?
0: No. Unlimited. Unlimited. He's such a douche.
1: I'm just convinced now. <laughs> he's he, a you robot. Think so? I didn't always think he was a douche. He's such a douche.
0: Yes. Yeah, see. I just thought he was awkward. Like. Yeah.
1: I think he's a. I maybe maybe. But he like wants. He wants, like, his own, uh, like, locker away from the team and just a weird
3: dude. Yeah, man, I he's don't super know. Weird. He's unlimited. <laughs> yeah.
1: You'll see it and be like, what? what? I
3: <laughs> it's, okay. it's not the uh, let's ride anymore? It's unlimited? <laughs> well,
1: enough. he made a thing and he was like, you ever have to do, like, double personalities? I wonder if I can find it real quick.
3: <laughs> yeah, because I need to know what this is. He's like,
1: you ever have a, you feel like you have a, a, a second personality? Does he
0: talk like that?
1: Hold on. Dude, well,
0: he, he's a robot. No, I, I know. And I feel like he struggles with what who he is. I, he knows who he is. But I think he struggles with that versus who he wants everyone to think he is. That's what I kind of see in him. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if he's trying to fake that he's something or what, but whatever it is, there are definitely two personalities and he's struggling with it.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, I don't see the Russell Unlimited post. I'll try to find it in a second. Uh, 49ers and... No, uh, no, no. Jets and Bengals. Let me hit this and then I'll, I'll find it real quick. Go ahead. Hit that mic. <laughs> Uh, go ahead. You care about that game at all?
3: <laughs> no, I mean, it was what we thought. The Jets, last week, after that big win uh, last week, they weren't going to do much this week. And Bengals got on track.
1: Okay, here we go. It's an old video, but they keep showing it well, over. Boring. Now. Yes, Russell. The robot Russell. The one you guys love to know. I'm real, real exciting. You know, I'm real excited. Um, but anyways, uh, everybody has to have an ultra-ego, right? And, and I've been thinking about what my ultra-ego would be. And I, I, I think I have an ultra-ego. His name, his name's Mr. Mr.
0: Mr. Mr. Unlimited. You, know, you got to be unlimited. You, know? you got to have a thought
2: process of being unlimited. So when people ask you you know, what you're thinking about or what you want to do in life or where you want to go, you got to be unlimited. Tell them, I'm
1: unlimited. You know what I mean? So when they ask you certain questions like,
0: who brings you motivation,
2: Russell? Mr.
1: Unlimited.
0: <laughs> oh Is he drunk? I
2: don't he
0: sounds either. drunk.
1: Okay. This is weird. Uh, that's the NFL. Uh, we'll go through college real quick, even though college is stupid and football is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Georgia beat Kent stay closer than it should
0: have been. Yeah, way yeah, closer. Was crazy.
1: Was um, Alabama crushed up on Vandy. Uh, I know Eddie at Vandy to cover, and I was like, don't do that, Eddie. 40 points. I'm like, come on, Vandy just scored
0: twice. Two touchdowns. We Ohio got this. Ohio State
1: whipped up on Wisconsin. Uh, Michigan over Maryland, but not like people thought.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Not at all. They did not cover. Uh, Clemson and Wake Forest double overtime.
3: Great game, awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Was really rooting for a Wake Forest there because yeah, Dabo won't come on the show. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma got beat by Kansas State, which was just an odd game to watch because it was never Oklahoma never really was winning the game. At the end, they had a shot to tie, like like take the ball and score and maybe tie it up. Right there, down fourteen, and they it just was never a deal. Like I was never like, okay, Oklahoma's got it. Uh, to Arkansas, Texas, who cares. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> move right on. Freaking broke my heart, man. Uh, Florida Tennessee, I, Tennessee beat them 38-33, but it wasn't as close as that. I felt like the ga- Tennessee like snuckered them a little bit for most of the game. It was a little closer than I thought it was going to be. Um, that was the final score, right? Which is weird to see 38-33 because I just felt like, and I, t- I guess I turned it off before the end and just saw the score. But that's closer than it was. That means Florida covered.
0: Yeah, Billy yeah. Napier did a hell of a job, man. Really <laughs> proud of him.
1: Good for Florida. Yeah,
0: yeah, Love Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you'd talk about it, you know? Uh,
1: Baylor beat Iowa State, even though they were the underdog. Uh, Texas lost Texas Tech. And uh, Middle Tennessee beat Miami, which is crazy. Middle! Let's go! That's crazy. All right, that's it. That's it. Oh, hey, wait. Have we thrown to the interview yet? We have not. Oh.
0: You want to just go? (laughs) Unless we've been to Vegas. I'm exhausted. I know, I know. All
1: right, let's throw. This is awesome. You're going to like this interview. Uh, this is Jay Glazer. You probably know him just from being all over everything. Uh, Mr. Football Guy. Also, new book, new podcast. We didn't just talk about that, though. And I honestly thought we'd talk about his book and podcast, and we would get to doing the promo stuff and then get back to football. But hearing him talk about mental health is really great, right? We all let, finished the interview and we're like, Loved mm-hmm. it. That was oh, he's awesome. way Absolutely. better than I thought it would be in more ways than just football.
0: When someone can be human like that and just feel free to talk about what they're going through is really refreshing and inspiring at the same time.
1: Here is Jay Glazer. Jay, thanks for coming on, bud. Absolutely, man. I'm excited to come on here with you. How you doing? I'm doing good. Let me fanboy for a second and say that I'm just a massive fan. And I always, I mean, I look forward to a lot of the things that you do, especially the hits before the games, because I'm like, all right, let me find out what's either breaking or what do I need to know about who's hurt. So before we talk about some of the stuff that you're working on, just let me say that I'm a massive fan for a long time of what you do.
2: Thank you, brother. Appreciate it, man. It's, it's pretty cool for me. This is my 20th year at the NFL and Fox. So like every weekend I get to have a family reunion with the rest of my family and we're all crazy. You know, and, it's me and Bradshaw and Howie Long and, and, and my baby sister, Michael Strahan and <laughs> Kerr Menefee and Jimmy Johnson. And, but every week I get to have a family reunion. Like how freaking cool is that?
1: Yeah. It's awesome to have a job that you love. And I, and I definitely want to get to the football stuff later, but you know, I like yourself, I'm a big Advocate of pursuing mental health. And I think, you know, me growing up in a small town in a very rural part of a state of Arkansas that we didn't know anything about mental health growing up. And then to watch you, you know, really champion this cause and share your struggles with it, like that, that's inspiring for a guy like me. So I want to first talk about the podcast uh, that that is called Unbreakable. And you even Mm -hmm. say it's a mental health podcast. It's right there in the title. So you're letting everybody know what's going on there. What exactly are you talking about and how are you discussing mental health on the podcast?
2: You know, and that's the thing, the, the whole thing spawned from my book, you know, Unbreakable, how I turn my depression, anxiety into motivation. And you can too, because I, I made a decision a long time ago, like I wasn't going to let this thing beat me. And I live in something that I call the gray. That's depression, anxiety, let's throw in some ADD, a little bipolar if you can. I mean, I got it all. And it's my earliest childhood memory. Like I didn't sign up for this. I didn't ask for this, but it, man, it's every single day of my life. It is hard for me to get out of bed in the morning. I got to make that decision. But, you know, when you live in the gray, um, man, it's like you wake up every morning thinking the world hates you. You're not worthy of being loved. The sky is falling and it's not real. And I know people at home probably going, oh, what's this guy complaining about? His life is great. Man, my life is great. Like, I'm not here with you. Are you kidding me? But between my ears sucks. So for all these years, I like created this character on TV, the glaze, you know, and, you know, fighting and football and ballers and doing all this. And I was just, I hit it. I just suffered in silence all these years. And I wish I spoke up earlier because of all the people I could have helped, but also I would have had a, a better team to walk this walk with together. And I would have been able to handle it a lot better than the ways I handle it, which the ways I handled it in the past were not healthy for me or other people.
1: You know, we spend so much time talking about our physical fitness. And again, I've been uh, someone who was uneducated on it for a long time until I started experiencing things myself. But we do all this, you know, how to work out, how to eat. And that is Mm -hmm. a big part of health, but it ain't all a health. And I've learned this as well. And if you're not mentally healthy and you're not working on your mental health, it's almost hard to get healthy physically because if you're not all in up top, it's hard to be all in at all.
2: Yeah, when the roommates in my head are not playing along nicely together, man, everything hurts. And so when I have these periods of the gray that I call them, um, it's I get a visceral physical reaction. When my depression and anxiety hit bad, I feel it actually in my joints, on the left side of my gut, and behind my rib cage. And that pain is very real for me. And it's something that I handle every single day. And um, you're right, but, we, you know, mental health is so reactive these days, right? Physical health, like, man, you're going to go to the gym because you want to get yourself bigger and it's every day, right? Or, or stronger, cardio, whatever that, that is, right? Like, I just talked to football teams. I say you guys don't only catch passes when you have the drops. You throw them and catch them all the time. Mental health, we only go to see a therapist when the sky is falling, and that's sometimes too late. So I'm trying to get out ahead of it. You know, we talk mental health. The reason why I wrote this book and the reason why I'm doing this podcast is I want to give it words. I want to give people words to be able to start having the conversation to, you know, and it's incredible the reaction I've had. I've had grandmothers reach out saying, thank you for the first time in 80 years. I could have this conversation and tell my husband and kids and grandkids what I've been going through. A lot of girl dads saying like, I don't have it. And I'm thinking like, yeah, 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 you do. But then, but my daughter does, but now I'm able to have the conversation. And I want to make this distinction very clear. I don't talk, I'm not your therapist, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a teacher. Um, I'm just a dude who's messed up, who's learning how to be good with his messed upness. And you don't have to have my level, which is clinical. And that's why I guess allows me to talk about it. I have clinical depression, anxiety, and, and that I hit all these years. But we're all going through something these days, man, social media, makes us all think our lives suck like we're comparing ourselves to everybody else's filtered fraction of a second of a day and we're going man how come my food doesn't look like that why am i not at that party like we'd feel left out or on twitter we see so much hate and bullying and when i got bullied on the playground growing up it sucked for a month but now we're seeing it a thousand times a second on twitter so it's just a scarier world so you don't have to have my level all right, but We're all going through some sort of gray. And like I said, my job now is, you know, I felt cursed for all these years, but now I feel like God blessed me with depression and anxiety so I could give other people a voice to hopefully help them through their pain because, man, we deserve it. We don't deserve for this gray to win. Screw that. Like, I, I deserve to live in the blue. We all do.
1: I wonder what your turning point was as far as you mentioned the glaze and this larger than life character yeah. that- you presented, but that was your job, right? I, I bet I do this yep. too. Like other days, I don't feel good, but I got to come and do a national show. And you you, you got to be who people are, are tuning in to see yeah. or tuning in to hear. But for you, not only were you this larger than life person, but there's MMA, there's football. It's a very macho right. thing that you, you're a part of. And when was it for you that you went, you know what, I just have to be uncomfortably vulnerable because if I don't, Like I'm not actually sharing who I really am. What was that turning point for you?
2: I started going down worse and worse roads here as I've gotten older. You know, people think that you hit success. I thought, and and here's the thing, like for me, that's why I say in the book title, how I use it to motivate me. I'm not able, like, I don't know what it's like to feel love from the inside out. I've never felt worthy of being loved, which sucks, man. It's lonely. I want to be loved. So it's, as a result, forced me to do all these big, great things on the outside, like we're in the, I'm in the TV hall of fame. I was the first MMA host of a national MMA show in America doing five years on ballers with the rock who wrote the forward for my book is how important this is. So it's forced me to go do all these great things on the outside to feel loved. And, and I thought, man, once I kind of made it and and I'd have some money cause I was, and listen, I've been on both ends. The first 11 years of my, my career I was making 9700 bucks a year living in New York City that sucks I understand what it's like to be broke and I worked my butt off to be unbreakable if you will because I needed to find that outside love to help lift me up and and just didn't work like that like the outside stuff didn't really fulfill me so I I kind of got sick of it man I got sick of waking up every day and you know one of the things I read about in the book is that I need a team. And I've had fight teams and different teams to help me through. And I said, you know what? I'm going to start talking about it. Because the more I could talk about it, I'll get a bunch more teammates out there that we can walk this walk together. And, um, and it'll help me through. And I've needed the help. As much as I'm helping others, I need the help just as much.
1: I want to encourage you guys to check out Unbreakable, How I Turn My Depression, Anxiety, Into Motivation, and You Can Too by Jay Glazer. And then the podcast, which is Unbreakable with Jay Glazer, a mental health mm-hmm. podcast. They are both… Uh, I, the first episode, Sean McVeigh. I mean, I assume yeah. you've got some really like someone like me would consider really cool relationships. And I, is Sean, a friend of yours who wanted Very to come close. on? Yeah. So
2: in the book, um, when I describe the gray, we're in Mexico, myself, him and Andrew Whitworth, and we're trying to describe to him what depression, and anxiety is. And Sean, man, his life is like a nightlight. You know, he's like, like the worst thing that ever happened to Sean is he didn't win the Super Bowl in his <laughs> second year ever as as the youngest head coach in NFL history, um, and like his parents look like the people who are in picture frames you buy in freaking Target, you know? It's like he he don't understand childhood trauma or anything like that. So we start. He starts really deep diving, explaining. So I thought it was a good way for me to explain it, trying to explain to the Super Bowl winning head coach of what it's like to have depression, anxiety, and the gray. And Andrew Whitworth, who is his captain, his left tackle who's the Walter Payton Man of the Year award winner. He starts talking about it. And Sean goes, wait, you too? And he's like, Sean, what do you think gets me at 40 years of age to still pound my head into Aaron Donald every day? Yeah, dude, I'm messed up. Absolutely. We all are. So we were trying to explain to Sean that it's not just your locker room. It's everybody around you. And where you got to start, Which will, I said, Sean, think how great of a coach you could be if you could start learning how to be vulnerable. And you can start leaning into other other people and started, you know, the attachment that I now have. Uh, and I'll tell you a story after this about me and Michael Strand, um, who's my best friend, you know, for 30 years, but they, that I hid it from. But I said, Man, imagine how much better of a coach this will make you. Well, last year they go 0 oh, for November during the Super Bowl run, and he was struggling. And people don't know I would actually go out to his house. I was I was concerned about him. And I went to his house couple times during that period just to get him to start being vulnerable and opening up to people on his team and his staff and he did and he really started opening up to to things that he was struggling with and that helped really help bond them together and then they went on a super bowl run and it just it made him a better coach and a better now he's a husband now uh better friend better everything so it's pretty cool i got to yeah these relationships in the most doodly of worlds right like i look at it like no one's questioning my manhood. I fought for years. I coached for years. <clears throat> do football, ballers, all that. So no one's questioning my manhood. So I could cry to you on the drop of a dime. I'm good.
1: What's the Strahan story?
2: So man, again, this guy is is my best friend since 1993. He and I latched on each other, and and in those broke years, I didn't have enough money to go from. I had to go to Giant Stadium every day to work to be a reporter. I didn't have enough money to take a subway to a bus to Giant Stadium and back every day. So Stray drove me back into New York City every freaking day for like nine years. So I own like <laughs> 28 grand in Lincoln Tunnel Fair, right? So so for years, um, and I hid this from my whole team, except Howie long. Um Howie could tell when I was having I would, I would have these anxiety attacks before the show and some mental breakdown sometimes. And Howie would go, hey, 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 the sky's not falling. The sky's not falling. Because because Howie's messed up, too. You, ha- you got to be messed up to be that violent of a football player. But So last year, 30 years, okay, Stray and I are supposed to go out to dinner. And, man, the beast just got out of the box. And my anxiety, I got woken up in the middle of the night by an anxiety attack. Like, how unfair is that? And like, I didn't do anything. There wasn't anything that triggered me. It woke me up and man, I just felt like my world was ending and it freaking sucked. And like I said, it takes so much out of me physically when it happens. So for the first time in 30 years, I'm supposed to go out to dinner with Stray. And I said, man, can't go to dinner tonight. In the past, when this happened, I would use uh, Vicodin and alcohol and just hide it. And, uh, and that would usually be a lot more dangerous because I started to get a little fisty, you know, (laughs) start snatching people. And I'm not, I'm not the most pleasant person on that. Um, so for the first time in 30 years, I said, "Stray can't go to dinner tonight, ma'am." The beast just got out of the box. And he said, you want, you want me to come over? I said, um, not this time. I think I just, I got to get back to bed. And he said, you want to talk about it? I said, do but not right now and then he said to me why have you never told me about this i'm your best friend I said man i don't make up the rules of this thing bro i whatever reason i felt ashamed with you and he's like yeah but I, I you took my my ability to be your friend away like i wish you had opened up i get a little choked up talking about it because had i been able to open up to him 30 years, like I am now, I would have had somebody that I could have leaned on. I would have had somebody who can help me out of that dark hole. Um, So for everybody out there listening, listen, every single person I've opened up to about this, when I'm having bad days, nobody's told me to suck it up. Nobody's called me a wuss. In fact, it's gotten us closer together. And I would say the majority of my friends that I've opened up to about it have then in turn opened up to me about something that they never know they they, they ever could have.
1: Yeah, it sounds like your team's very important to you. Your friends are very important Correct. to you. Your support group. Yes.
2: Which also kind of- that's, leads, a, that's a pillar in the book of like how to get through this. Yeah, like- It's finding those teams.
1: I talk about when I will speak or, or you know, I do a, a comedy slash kind of TED talk where I tour a bit and I talk about how, you know, we're always afraid to ask for help. But if somebody asks us for help, we do it in a second. So if someone's ever like, hey, would you please help? Absolutely, I do it. But then why wouldn't you ask for help if you need it? Oh, I don't want to bother right? people. Oh, I don't know my- but it's almost, you know, lend that perspective to you having to reach out to somebody because you would help somebody. So why well, would you not ask somebody to lend you a hand?
2: So You know what I do now? So now I have better tools to deal with it. So again, again, I had another night and I don't know why this has been happening lately. But again, like I said, like depression, anxiety, they pull a chair up whenever they damn well, please. Right? There's no, there's no schedule. And for me also, I have a panic attack. Every single time I've ever been on TV from 2005 to now, as I'm on that first segment, only on our show, not on somebody else's show. It's the weirdest thing, which was really, really strange because, man, I'm great in chaos. I suck in calm. So I don't know why that happens. It becomes habitual. But so as I'm talking to you on Sundays, every time that first segment, I'm having an anxiety attack and I'm. I call it wrestling with my abuser. And so what I do now, when I get woken up in the middle of the night by it, or, or, or I have a really bad day, I will call four friends and tell them, man, I am freaking struggling today. I just got to tell somebody because there's power in numbers, right? So I start telling them. And then the other thing I do, like another one of my pillars is being of service. And being of service can me, charity or you know, helping in in so many different ways. Um, But I'll call four other friends and not tell to them struggling just to check up on them. And that combination of me calling people and having a team to help lift me up and then me checking up on others to be of service to them, that really helps that gray take a hike. Okay. We'll get back to the Jay Glazer interview in just a second.
1: But let's talk about DraftKings, NFL action. It's here, obviously. We're talking about it. We're loving it. And it's in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns and big plays and bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if you do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost your winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code BOBBYSPORTS to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's the code BOBBYSPORTS. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and up, most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, 467-369. All right, back with Jay Glazer. Speaking of friends, just relating it to your career, like, how do you have so many friends? How do you know so much stuff? Because like, it's, <laughs> it's like if, if I needed to know something, if I was going to you know, gun, to, it would be called Jay Glazer if it's anybody. Is it all
2: relationship-based everything's relationship-based. And, you know, that's the other thing I kind of write about is, you know, the art of loyalty is a dying art, right? And I'm just, I'm the most loyal dude on the planet. Love me or hate me, anybody you talk to about me will tell you I'm the most loyal dude on the planet. Uh, and I'm very, the way you have relationships is give, give. I'm always thinking for my friends and for people, not with them having to ask. And the same thing for me, I I would hope not to ask, like, just give, give, think for people. And that in in itself is being of service. So I have that mindset of how can I give to people and lift them up? Um, And that's what relationships are supposed to be. They're supposed to be give, give. But when I have, like, man, when my friends lose in the NFL, I'm the first one to call because nobody else will. You know, when my friends, I see something on TMZ and they're going through something, bam, I'll call them in two seconds. To let them know they don't gotta walk this walk alone. And I think there's something for that authenticity, especially in, in how fake this world is these days. Like I said, love me or hate me, at least you know who you're getting. I never know who I'm getting when I wake up in the morning with myself, but but everybody else knows who they're getting.
1: <laughs> the book is Unbreakable, How I Turn My Depression, Anxiety Into Motivation, and You Can Too, by Jay Glazer. We have a group of guys here that would like to ask you a couple of football questions. Are you cool with Go that? Go ahead. And 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 feel free to share even if it's if you've been told this to keep secret because it's never going to go anywhere. We're never going to (laughs) share. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one listens to this. Yes, 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 (laughs) yes. Um, Eddie, you're first up with Jay.
0: Hey, Jay, it's awesome to talk to you. What's Uh, happening, brother? I'm a big Cowboys fan, and needless to say, I can tell we've been been riddled with injuries. Right? Is it weird to you? And this may be the first season that I've really seen this, or maybe I've just missed it. But with Dak's injury, we're getting updates and reports from the owner versus like <laughs> a team doctor is that state
2: of the holiday Inn express last night right so he's
0: <laughs> telling you medical updates all said i'm like jerry what are you doing so is that yeah. is that your contact now like do you instead of going to like a medical guy for dax updates what what's your whole thought on going to jerry now and jerry giving us
2: updates well i don't go i, I don't go to him for that but i talk to jerry a lot and um and um jerry and i actually have a story i stole one of his steak sandwiches recently and he got so upset with me Cause I bullied him. And then he, uh, he, uh, I thought I was just joking around, but he was really pissed off at me <laughs> that I stole a steak sandwich. <laughs> um, but the thing is, listen, no, he's, he's getting information for the medical department, which he's now passing along, but here's the truth about Dak's injury. Okay. Yes. It only takes seven to 10 days. I think, I think the, the Joneses get very, very optimistic. Right. And I'm always like, dude, go on the other side, man. Tell everybody he's going to be out eight weeks. So if he comes back earlier, he looks like John Wayne, you know, but when you tell people he's going to come back early or he doesn't, people get frustrated, but I think they just get very, very optimistic. The truth about the injury is that it takes like seven to 10 days for that wound to heal. And where the break was, if there is a way to say it's an ideal place, I don't know if there's ever an ideal place for a broken thumb, but it's way better down toward the hand than it is, you know, in the middle of that that thumb. Um, but the truth is, is nobody can tell you, including – Jerry Jones, how quickly it's going to take for Dak to get his grip back and not just the grip, but be able to spin that ball the way he wants to. So that's why, like, can he start throwing again soon? Yes, but nobody can tell you how fast that grip is going to come back the exact way that he wants to start spinning that rock.
1: You know, I'll talk about Patrick Mahomes for a second, where I feel like Mahomes
2: is never seen anything like him.
1: I felt like this offseason he was so disrespected. And people were like yeah, moving yeah. him down the list of active But quarterbacks. they used to do
2: that to Brady all the time too. But same it's, thing. It's like you try and take down people who are who are the best. And I don't understand why either. I have no clue why. But I hey listen, man, it's my 30th year doing this. My 20th in Fox. Man, I have never seen anything like Patrick Mahomes. In what way? Vision, throws, the way he sees things the the, the amount of throws he can make. From different angles, from off balance, from against the grain, from the accuracy, the way he just looks like he's barely moving his wrist, and then all of a sudden it's seventy-five yards downfield. Like he's—it's insane. In fact, I think Mahomes is better now without Tyree Kill. He's—he's going to evolve into an even better quarterback because with Tyree you he was fortunate down downfield a lot, and he would just—he didn't have to have a lot of patience. Now this is forcing him to have patience, and you're seeing him to start. Spread the ball out more, go through his progressions, and it just makes him a lot more dangerous.
1: We feel like these athletes are up on this, this crazy pedestal where they're not looking down and seeing what we are doing down here. But I imagine he's seeing and hearing or did hear a lot of the stuff that was being said about him. Yeah. Do you feel like he's extra, and it's hard to be extra motivated when you're extremely motivated, just you know, as an everyday standard,
2: but do you feel like he's extra motivated this year? No, I think he and that's why I say he's different. Like guys like he and Tom Brady. They, they don't need any motivation. They're great. You know, I've trained hundreds of, of players in mixed martial arts. And I always tell these guys, hey, here's the secret to success. Find out who the best is and do more than them. That's it. Pretty simple. And I can't tell you how many guys will be like, well, I can't do more than Tom Brady. Why not? Like, Tom had to do more than somebody else, right? Why not? You want to be great. Find out who the best is and do more than them. Patrick Mahomes, the way he works in things he works at you you got to be you got to be crazy to be great you got to have that sickness right where and really greatness comes from the hours that you put work in that when nobody's watching and i think people like mahomes and brady like brady has the staying power because today's player they care more about being famous than being great being famous is not the same as being great Back in the day, you had to work your butt off to get famous. You had to get to the Pro Bowl. You had to, it was a different type of player. But now, because of social media, they're all famous. And again, a lot of them just think being famous is being great, and it's not. So when you have guys like Tom or Patrick who just care about being great and they're constantly just outworking the world, that's why you see these guys continue to just rise up and they get better and better and better and better. Tom storm for more yards or TDs—I forget the stat—in his forties than he did his twenties. That's ridiculous.
1: Justin Herbert, we're talking about. Oh, you know, yeah. Dax injury. Let's talk about Justin Herbert for a second. Uh, how hard is it? Because again, with your MMA background, you've probably yeah. strained and injured I, everything at this. some point. Yeah, yeah, I've had this injury. What? So, oh man, it sucks. What? Yeah. What's what's he dealing <laughs> with, and sucks. what do you expect from him all season?
2: Oh my god. So, it's you're better off pain wise. You're better breaking a rib than fracturing that cartilage between the ribs. First of all, you break a ribs more dangerous because it could it could pop out and puncture a lung, right? But the cartilage, man, it's hard to – like Terry Brouchard just said, it, he had it. It took him seven weeks to get over, um, and he didn't even play it. It's hard to talk, laugh, sneezing, and coughing. That's the worst. Oh, man, it sucks so badly. Like I try never to look up at the sun when they, when I have this. And the problem, too, is you, it's like a hard area to shoot, to shoot up, right, to inject, and you saw that – well, last time with the Chargers, they try to shoot yeah, up Tyron Taylor, yeah. and they they punctured his lung, right? And that's that's what started Justin Herbert's career. But I don't, man. The fact that he had that injury, and then and I, I knew right away what happened. I said, I said he either broke his rib or 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 got the cartilage, and I'm like, man, they're gonna have to pull him. Like, there's no way he's gonna be able to turn and and torque, and he threw that dime of a pass. That was, um, that was ridiculous. Yeah, on fourth down. I mean, it, on fourth down, yeah. but it's like, I don't know how he's going to yell out his cadence. I don't know how he's going to continue. Now that the adrenaline's down, it's, it's man, that injury, it sucks. Is that
1: going to affect him all season long? Or is it a three or four? No, he'll thing? get
2: over it. He'll get over it. Um, it takes, I mean, everybody's different. I'm trying to think how long mine t- might take about a month. Mm. Yeah. Mine took a month of trying not to sneeze and cough. And I couldn't train. But I couldn't train with mine at all. And, I, I, and nor did I have any desire to. <laughs> to. I had two more players I want to My, ask you. I get hit by a helmet in the area.
0: Yeah, the,
1: I mean, even the coughing, right? Because, I mean, if oh, I, I mean dude, even that horrible. probably sets you back. Uh, two more players I want to ask you about. Jalen Hurts, and, and not so much at what he's done this year, but it seems like it was just yesterday the big, the big debate was, does Philly want to commit to Jalen Hurts yeah. as their quarterback? Pull him, let him play, trade. So what have yeah. we learned, though, with how awesome he is now versus when they were questioning if he could even be the quarterback?
2: Well, he's better. I don't know about awesome yet, right? It's only a couple weeks. Um, I want to see, because now people start adjusting to him as this new Jalen Hurts, if you will, right? So I want to see how he re- re- responds to that. But we go back to, like, you know, I look for guys who work their butts off. And, you know, buddy of mine, who used to coach for me at Unbreakable. Uh, my gym in L.A. coaches him down there, trains him. And he's like, dude, this kid just nonstop, nonstop works. So, you know, his thing was accuracy. And it's really hard to become more accurate as time goes on. But, you know, were they were they looking to replace him at a time? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, they're, they're trying to upgrade if they thought. But as he continued to work at this, work at this, work at this, he is now coming to, and I think the Eagles is going to be one of those teams. Um, I thought they're going to be a turnaround team this year. Not as much for the talent they brought in, but for the fact that last year with the head coach, Nick Sirianni, they're all kind of like, eh, does this guy really know what he's doing? Should he have gotten the job? Where are we going here? And now they're all bought in. Now they're like, okay, he's the king man in charge. We follow him. We're good. So they had just a different confidence about them.
1: All right, last one. I'm sure you get asked about this a lot like with Tom Brady and all the rumors and tweets and yeah, yeah, do we expect this, whatever this is, I'm not even asking you to say what this uh, is. Uh, yeah. Cause
2: I'm not TMZ. That's, that's yeah. Yeah.
1: Whatever this his, is, do we expect him to be affected all season long?
2: Tom has this thing, man, where I was with him the week he came back and they're the, the, the great ones are like, man, like Randy Couture is my training partner and Randy got hit with these legal papers before he went down. To fight Tim Sylvia for the heavyweight championship of the world. And it was bad. And he goes down with the biggest smile on his face. And he beats the dog you-know-what out of Tim Sylvia. And Randy's 44 years of age, but he's smiling the whole time. And I'm going, boy, how are you able to compartmentalize like that? And he said, because that cage is the only place my problems can't touch me. And I think Tom is one of those elite guys where, man, between those lines, his problems can't touch him. But that's why I don't touch his personal life because that that's him, man. You know, that's that's him. That's 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 Tom's life and we all go through stuff. Um and do I think it will affect him on the field? No, I, I don't. Unbreakable. I, don't. I think with, he's so mentally strong like that.
1: Unbreakable with Jay Glazer, it's a podcast. You can go and check, actually check that out today, and you can order the book, Unbreakable, How I Turn My Depression and Anxiety into Motivation, and you can too. Hey, just appreciate how candid you are about struggle in general. It's not easy. Uh, vulnerability is a really hard thing to learn, a very empowering thing once you can understand and see the effects it has on other people and the strength that you get from them. So I think you have inspired so many and so many more with the podcast. And thank you for your time and thank you for your efforts, and I Jay. That. And, hey, and and
2: I appreciate also like I want people to understand it. I'm talking about heavy stuff, but I'm also we're gonna laugh. Like laughter helps me through it too. So if you read the book, you listen to the podcast, it'll be some heavy stuff, but you'll definitely get some laughter in there too because I think the gray hates laughter.
1: At Jay Glazer on, on the socials. We'll be looking forward to it Jay, see you on TV again.
2: My dude, thank
1: you, brother. See you buddy.
2: All right, thanks to Jay Glazer. Thanks to
1: you guys. That's all.
3: Final thoughts. Kevin? My final thoughts are uh, going back to my team, the Patriots. I think uh, I might have the feeling of what it feels like to be just uh, an average uh, fan base or a team for the first time time in about 20 years. And settling in. I'm 31.
1: So you haven't really, as someone who has... Mature emotions. No, had to deal with a team that's only okay.
3: No, thank God you do. It's not fun. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. It's like fun like dude. My
1: team's never won, or at least they haven't until recently. Yeah, and we haven't won the big one ever. In '94 basketball, or it's football so good. I'm glad you're suffering. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah that's very nice. for you, getting yeah. me to the club, guys. I mean, you got cowboy fans in here. Oh, I mean, yeah. we Well, in the at least they,
3: but they'll never actually like realize it's, it or the reality of it.
0: Well, no. We just we're, we're positive. We got to stay positive. Back our team in sure. the ups and sure. the downs. Mm-hmm.
1: Eddie, your final thought.
0: <sighs> my final thought is I've lost my car. I uh, oh, lost, I've lost my game. wife's car. Uh, yeah. The Chiefs were supposed to cover minus five. They did not. They actually lost the game. So that's stupid. But next do kids, podcast, do
1: your kids have little cars like little Jeep the game? <laughs> Yeah,
0: I got one of those like the ones you can you'll, Flintstones. You bet that. <laughs> 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 but no. Uh, next po- next podcast. I will give you a twelve-game parlay that you can just bet a dollar, and we can at least get a really nice bike. We get a that
1: twelve-game. Yeah, that's gonna take the whole podcast to do. Yeah. Start guys, now, guys. Yeah. Look,
0: if you hit this with one-dollar bet, we can get a uh, man uh, one of those Trek bikes, a Huffy. You can get five Huffies. Okay, Eddie's big twelve-gamer coming up <laughs> Friday. We'll call it the twelve incher uh, That's cool. Yeah, I like that. That's
1: cool. Uh, finally, I'm just gonna say this: the sun comes up tomorrow. It does. So, anytime you're down, you think, I hate football, and I hate, we've lost it all, and there's no reason to go on and no reason to play, no one's gonna watch another game ever, and you're just sad. The sun comes up tomorrow. With or without you, it's coming up, and I'd rather it be with you. And I'm talking to myself. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? It's all right, dude. I was distraught. I woke up the next day distraught. And I have to tell myself, we've lost other big games, and you know what? After a couple days, it still sucks, but you just adjust yourself and you get back into it. Just like life. Adversity hits you. What do you do? Do you fall down stay down?
3: No. Sometimes. Mm-mm. I do. Oh. Or <laughs> do you days. get back up?
1: <laughs> and as a fan, I'm going to get back up and I'm going to watch us play Alabama. Oh, boy. And then you get back down. Oh, probably- <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this and we're going to end it. This is a part of the reason it was so brutal, too. Arkansas would have won, game day was coming to Fayetteville.
0: Oh, oh. dang. And, and you would have been yeah. on it. Did that? Wait. Let's move on. I've never been the guest. Let's move picker. on. You're not 100% on that. You're I'm, about 99%, but let's I would, move on.
1: I've never been the guest picker from what I was told leading up to it. Damn. No. It, that hurts. I know. Would, oh man! Yeah, block. now you guys are sad for God. me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, multiple levels. The sun's multiple. definitely not coming up tomorrow. Multiple yeah, the sun's coming up with you or without you. I'd rather be with you, but it's coming up.
0: No, it's going to be a rainy, day moves gray day on. tomorrow. No,
1: that's and then it comes up the next day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Thanks to DraftKings. We will see you on Friday.